situation. And to your point, that would be a situation for the 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 um, Titans today. That you know what is it? They're they're uh, they are three and six. Yeah. Is that right? Three and six. So to go to three and seven Ugh. would just look ugly and they'd have to rip off a nice run yeah they have to rip they, they ripped off a nice run last year losing the last seven games of the season right so three and six right now but the jaguars to me are beatable okay and they showed it last week they're six and three they're exact opposite of what our titans are and titan fans we want you to call in right now and give us your thoughts is this a must win for the tennessee titans 615-844-5600 that's 614 Four four fifty six hundred. Uh, we also have our text line, the same number. So, uh, caller Texas. Um, it is a must win because to to go to four and six, and only be two games out of the lead is uh, would be to me that would put them in position. I looked at their schedule, and you know, they should be set up to get a few more wins and get back to five hundred. If you look at the entire AFC in terms of a wild card spot, everybody is huddled around the five and five mark. You know. Right. Five and five, four and five, you know, right. and, and all, a bunch of them. I mean, a bunch, a bunch, a bunch of teams. Right. Including the Texans. In, including the Texans, yeah. And what are, the Colts are probably right about that too, right? Yeah, they're right around there. Yeah, so, you know, that, you know, look, I mean, Titans fans, I would be encouraged. You've got to, you have got to get the win today in Jacksonville. A tough call to make because Jacksonville is a good football team. I still think they're pieces away. I still don't think Trevor Lawrence is uh, the, the the savior. I mean, he's good, but I think he's – you know what I think is about, about Trevor Lawrence is I think that his coach is better than he is a player, and I think his coach has coached him up mm-hmm. and got him to a, a point where I think he's kind of reached to, – to me, this is just me, okay? I know how good he was in college at Clemson. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying in the NFL – I think he is almost at the ceiling of where he will live as an NFL quarterback. Do you feel the same thing about it? Uh, I don't know. I, I can't really say so far because his rookie year, you, you might as well just scrap that because it was right. a disaster. It, it was yeah, Urban, Urban Myers. Thank you, Urban sports. Myers. Yep. But uh, you know, I would say this is all the fact of his second year playing in the NFL, and to me, I still think he's making those adjustments. So I can't really say it's a complete in terms of his ceiling or reaching his ceiling at this point. But you know, it it does definitely looks kind of like a roller coaster at this point. Yeah, it does, and you know, um, I, I mean, now they have talent. Etienne is is an awesome running back. Right. I mean, they they've got wide receivers. They've got a decent defense. It's just going to be like I said. I really feel at this point that we've seen the height of what he's going to reach. Trevor Lawrence is going to reach as a quarterback. Who we haven't seen the heights of what a quarterback is going to be like for sure is Will Levis. Right. And this is a game that when you're a competitor and you're in the NFL and you've been given the reins of a franchise, you know, everybody's saying he's the future of the franchise for the Tennessee Titans. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I would go that far to say that he's the future. He's the future now mm-hmm. because that's who he's been named as the starter, this franchise, right? Right. So this is where you have to shine. This is how you have to play the way you played at home, which it just seems the Titans can't win on the road nope. uh, at all. Um, for some reason, I don't get it. But <laughs> I mean, some teams are just like that. They play better at home. Okay, whatever. Uh, but some teams, championship teams, it doesn't matter where they play. That's right. It doesn't matter if you play in Europe. It doesn't matter if you play in a, a an opponent's sold-out stadium. Championship programs, championship teams can play anywhere, anytime, and still win. That's okay? right. That's right. 
Levis has to shine. He cannot be what he was against the Buccaneers a week ago. The Buccaneers are the Buccaneers. Okay, they're not good right. since Tom Brady left. Um, yeah, they're, but they're, yeah. they're just not that good. I mean, right. Baker Mayfield is on his, what, third or fourth team for a reason, okay? Right. And that's because he's not that good, all right? So Will Levis has to be better than good today. I don't want to hear this crap of this game management crap, okay? Mm-hmm. What I want to hear is Will Levis needs to go out and play football and ball out. Does he have that? Do you think that he has that ability, though? Can he do that? Well, he has that ability, but, you know, he also has an offensive line that, uh, you know, makes you want to kind of cover your eyes watching sometimes. That's the truth. I mean, yeah. it's, it's brutal, huh? Yeah, definitely um, is. Yeah, and, you know, that's, you know, there, there, there are some pitfalls to the Titans winning games. And one of them, I would say, probably number one is the offensive line. You know, the defense has been okay, but not as good as it really could have been. I would say this. The defense is only giving up 20 points a game. They're only scoring 17. So at that point, I would yeah. say this. The defense is actually doing better than what I think we, we give them credit for. But the thing also I, was, I would say is, you know, in crucial situations, they're not coming up with those stops either. So yeah. it's kind of like a yeah. give or take. Uh, we want to hear from you fans out there. 615-844-5600. That's 615-844-5600. Text and phone line are exactly the same. So give us a call. Uh, we want your input on these Titans. And, you know, we talked about it earlier, it, just shifting gears a little bit about quarterbacks. I mean, does it take does it take a Hall of Fame quarterback to win a Super Bowl these days? I mean, and and why why am I asking that? Because you know, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking about Will Levis, I'm thinking about uh, you know, other quarterbacks in the NFL and teams that might have an opportunity to to get to the Super Bowl and win a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And all the teams I think about are teams that that have quarterbacks that have a potential of being a Hall of Fame quarterback. Example, you know, Patrick Mahomes mm-hmm. is one of those. Um, this, obviously, that's an apparent one. You know, now we lost, uh, we lost um, Joe Burrow's out for the season. Right now, First he injury, just, he yeah. just, yeah, he can't stay healthy though, man. Nah. I mean, remember, he, he missed training camp with the calf injury, leg injury, looked terrible. I watched the, it happen in practice, and you know, we lost him. He just lost Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. Gone again from from the league. Two quarterbacks worth probably a combined four hundred million dollars. Am I right about that? I'm sure I am. Over four hundred million dollars that they can't stay healthy, can't get on the field. I mean, but does it take an does it take a Hall of Fame quarterback? I want to throw some things at you. I want to throw some quarterback names at you. Mm-hmm. But Mike, does it take a Hall of Fame quarterback to win a Super Bowl? I mean, is that really what it's going to take? Uh, yes and no. Uh, yes, because of course you need a, a comparable quarterback and uh, you need a talented quarterback that can actually run your offense. No, because even if uh, having that quarterback, you still have to have a defense that's at least comparable and can stop some people to give them a chance to actually win the game. So it's kind of like a, a give and a take situation. You you, you know, the, the one thing I, I like to point out is the Rams. Remember the Rams after they won the Super Bowl? That next year they went all offense, no defense. Yeah. And they didn't make it back to the Super Bowl. Yep, so I remember. Yeah. They had Kurt Warner both years. Yeah. So that's why I would say, hey, you know, you need a great quarterback, but you also have to have a defense that's at least comparable that can actually make some stops to make your offense look better. Uh, I, and I'll, I'm going to throw you some names of the last, the, the most recent quarterbacks that have won Super Bowls and tell me which ones of these are Hall of Famer. Patrick Mahomes? Yes. Yes. Uh, Matt Stafford wins the Super Bowl. He's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, Tom Brady? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Silly we, we, question. Of course we know that one. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes again. This is just in order from 2022 mm-hmm. backwards, okay? Uh, 
Tom Brady, uh, Patrick Mahomes, 2019, mm -hmm. Hall of Famer. Tom Brady, Hall of Famer, 2018. Mm -hmm. And then we go away from a Hall of Famer, Nick Foles. <laughs> yep, yeah. Nick Foles. He might, he might be in the Hall of Fame at his high school or maybe his college. Somewhere. Not, not somewhere Hall of Fame, yep. <laughs> um, so uh, then you go back to normal. 2016, Tom Brady, Hall of Famer. Then you go to 2015, Peyton Manning, mm -hmm. Hall of Famer, go UT. Then you go to 14, Tom Brady. Then you go 13, Russell Wilson, I think, Hall of Famer. Yes. 2012, so we're going back 11 years to Joe Flacco, not a Hall of Famer, still in the lead. I actually heard rumor that he went to Cleveland and tried out. Yeah, he definitely tried out. I guess he's tired of uh, sitting at home with his yeah. family at this point. Yeah, time to go, go, go ball. <laughs> not a bad quarterback, not a bad quarter, not a Hall of Famer, though. So, so far, we've only had two guys that aren't Hall of Famers that won a Super Bowl right. since 2012. And then you go Eli Manning, 2011. Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, Ben Roethlisberger, Eli Manning, Peyton Manning, Roethlisberger, Brady, Brady, Brady. You have to go all the way back to 2002. Brad Johnson, the quarterback <laughs> of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers back in the day, who has a Super Bowl ring from 2002. So, you know, I'm looking at that list, and I'm thinking about the the, the league in and of itself, and I'm thinking about Will Levis and and his growth. And and my opinion is yes, it does take based on what I just read. And mm -hmm. I could go to right. the I could go to the quarterbacks that were on the losing teams. Right. And a lot of those guys are, are are Hall of Famers as well. Right. You know, not as many of them, believe it or not, one of those was Colin Kaepernick. Okay, not yeah. a Hall of Famer. But mm -hmm. the point is 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 with Will Levis and his development and and these other teams, I mean, yes, you need a franchise quarterback to win a Super Bowl, but you also need a potential Hall of Famer to be your quarterback. And who do I who would I go ask that question to that would answer the question the way I'm answering it and the way you're answering it? Today's Green Bay Packers and today's <laughs> New England Patriots, right? Right. I mean, how do those two guys feel, two franchises feel that don't have a Hall of Fame quarterback and nowhere near a Hall of Fame? They not even they really we don't even know if they have a franchise quarterback, right? Yeah, definitely. You know, uh, a lot of people were were asking before the season what's the love got to do with it when it comes to the Green Bay Packers, but uh, you know, to be honest, uh, the, the question is incomplete at this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, I, listen, Jordan Love is not. I'm, I'm just going to answer the question. Mm -hmm. Jordan Love is not a Hall of Fame quarterback. He's not. Oh no, there. he's definitely not a. Hall he's of not Fame even a Pro Bowler. No, not at this point. No. And neither is and neither is uh, Mac Jones. I mean, no, I can't call him Mac Jones anymore. Why? Because what do you in, call him? in the in the NFL? He's not lived up to a Mac Jones. He not a nickname. He is McCorkle. McCorkle. McCorkle Jones. McCorkle Jones. Okay, so we have a new nickname. Just like Jeff, the caller has calls me tonsillitis. Uh, and uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, see, that's what I'm trying to say. I mean, you think about these teams now. We've had an influx of quarterbacks into the NFL over the last you know three, four, or five years, right? Of very, mm -hmm. very good quarterbacks. Josh Allen. Mm -hmm. Is Josh Allen a Hall of Famer? I don't think Ooh, so. No. Not at this point. He's a disaster he's, he's the, right he's now. A, he is the Hall of Fame of turnovers because he's lived the NFL since he's been in the NFL with turnovers. And something's wrong with that franchise, the Bills. I mean, I thought they were going in such the right direction a few years ago and getting to the playoffs now, and they're consistently getting to the playoffs. But I'm just saying, you know, and then you got Joe Burrow, can't stay healthy, and, you know, change, completely change the franchise in Joe Burrow. Right. Um, and then... You know, you've got, we talked about Trevor Lawrence. You know, is he a potential Hall of Famer? I think he's already reached his ceiling, in my opinion. Um, again, these are just my opinions, so you probably don't give a crap what I say about it, but I'm going to say it anyway because that's why I have my own radio show and, and Corey, so we can we can voice our opinions, and him and I don't agree all the time. But, you know, when it comes to Will Levis and the franchise that is the Titans, mm -hmm. uh, you know, obviously the jury's very, very far from out. But, but these are moments 
and this is a season where he has been given the reins and control of that offense. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, he does. He's got a suspect offensive line. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then Coach Kelly, the offensive coordinator, needs to put designs in to roll him. Okay. To get him outside the pocket. He's a runner. Mm-hmm. He can move. You know, sitting in the pocket, what which is I remember earlier the season when Tannehill went out. Mm-hmm. Okay, with the injury. Mm-hmm. And Malik Willis went in. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember who I was sitting watching the game with, but I looked at him and I said, how is Malik Willis going to function in a Ryan Tannehill offense? They're not the same quarterback. Right. And it's a drop-back offense that mm-hmm. was for Tannehill, right? Mm-hmm. Tannehill used to be able to move. He can't move anymore. Nah, he used to be anymore. able to boot and do those naked boots and things like that. But but they put Malik Willis in, and Malik, Malik Willis is just sitting there getting that's, hands. That's not, not who he is. That's not who he is. I don't right. think that's who Will Levis is either. I would say this, uh, as far as this offense, of course, he is a more, he, he can drop back pass and things like that. Yeah. But, yeah, sure. Um, but yeah, you definitely got to put some things in to kind of move them around, motions, things like that. But the biggest thing I think they could do to help this offense, what's that? Is to create motions. If you watch yeah. the San Francisco 49ers, yes. Now, I'm not saying they have the a Debo Samuel, Samuel yeah. or, or Christian McCaffrey. I'm not saying they have those two pieces. But the one thing they do is they move people around. Yep. And the reason why they do that is because it causes defenses to shift. It tells you what they're in man to man or zone one. Secondly, it causes defense to shift. And when defenses shift, that helps offensive linemen create lanes. No and doubt. For, for Derrick Henry, that would be great. Yes, yeah, and having, you know, I want to see Spears and Henry on the field consistently on a regular basis and using the motion that they use. You know, motion and movement is is the deceivers, right, Right. for a defense. You know, the the thing that— Window dressing. It it is, and the thing that the the defense doesn't know, this is an obvious obvious statement that I'm going to make, but Mm -hmm. what the defense doesn't know is where the offense is going. You know, now that's obvious, right? And sometimes the defense can read it and, and make a play, but most times they can't. Right. So the more movement to your point that you have, even even moving a motion and then the guy getting the set and then moving another motion and, and continually to do those types of things would be brilliant. Right. Um, I'm not a fan of jet sweeps, just so you know. I mean, I'm not that big of a fan of those. Eh. They're, they're easy to snoop out. All the all the defensive end on on the play side needs to do is just hold his ground and not go inside. If he but if he goes upfield, the jet sweep's dead. Yeah. So I understand the, the point of using the jet sweep, but you know, I want to see Will Levis. I want listen. I want to see Will Levis step up and play a ball game today. Mm-hmm. I mean, and and that's if I'm coaching him, because he's okay. These guys are NFL coaches, right? I get right. it. But you know what? I don't know if they all know more than me about football because mm-hmm. I've coached 20 years of football. Okay, mm-hmm. and I've ran every offense that you can possibly. I've always been an offensive coordinator. You know, okay. but and I've always been a developmental guy for my quarterbacks, wide receivers, running backs has always been my focus. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, but I would be telling Will Levis, I would be saying the same thing that I'm saying here on air today mm-hmm. to him prior to the game. Hey, look, this is your game, bud. Okay, I want. I'd, I'd ask him. Hey, let's see. Let's have you step up. Let's have you. I want you to be in control out there. It's mm-hmm. your ball. It's your game. It's your offense. You're the leader. Take control and go win. Get this W for me. I would say this also. The biggest thing is a. Uh... The biggest thing for him also is to have the running game also. So he has a running game, Ooh, it makes it yeah. a whole bunch easier. Boy, we'll talk about that on the other side, man. We need that running game. We need Spears and Henry out there on the field together. And uh, we are talking all-access NFL right now, everything NFL here on the Sunday Morning Scramble. You are listening to us on Nashville Sports Radio, and we will see you on the other side to continue to talk Titans and the rest of the NFL. See you on the other side.
What's up, Nashville? This is Super Bowl champion Corey Harris. And anybody who loves sports knows that if you can't score, you can't win. So you should absolutely consider protecting your family and your assets with State Farm. Thanks, Corey. Hey, everybody. This is Lauren Tullis, State Farm agent in Hendersonville. And if you like watching some of the best, like Corey Harris, you should be protected by the best. Contact us today to get your free quote at laurentullis.com. Like a good neighbor, Lauren Tullis State Farm is there. This is Corey Harris, SEC Legend, Super Bowl champion. If you want a great game day experience, you need to go down to DraftKings Sports and Social, downtown Nashville. Oh, yeah, Corey, DraftKings Sports and Social. There's only 14 of them, and we've got one of them here in downtown Nashville at 128 2nd Avenue North in downtown Nashville. Listen, anybody that loves to watch sports, he has to go here. They got a VIP lounge that overlooks the Cumberland River, and into Nissan Stadium. This place is unbelievable with the biggest screens and the best experience for any sports fan. 128 2nd Avenue North in downtown Nashville. We'll see you there. What's up, Nashville? This is Corey Harris, Super Bowl champion of 2000 Baltimore Ravens. And the only thing that Coach Tunjus likes more than the L.A. Chargers is double dogs. Ah, yeah, Corey, double dogs. This is the coach, Greg Tunjus, from the wonderful new show, live show, that is the Sunday Morning Scramble. It is the coach, and it is Corey, Super Bowl champion on that show. But we do love one thing better than all of that. It is double dogs in Gallatin. It is the spot for beer, for sports. They've got the biggest screens, they've got the coldest beers, and guess what? It's dog friendly. And not only that, you can walk in today and ask for the coach's special, which is a double dog, double dogs with chili and cheese, and not one, but two hot dogs. It is double dogs in Gallatin, and that is at 1620 Nashville Pike. Tell them Coach Tanja sent you. And now, Tennessee Heat and Air is reminding motorists to slow down on our roadways, keep an eye out for kids at play, and never text and drive. This message is brought to you by Tennessee Heat and Air. For all your residential or commercial heating and air repairs, maintenance, and installations, give the pros a call today at 615-856-3610. 615-856-3610. That's Tennessee Heat and Air. Going the extra mile for safety. They're professionals who care. The TSU Tigers men's basketball team of fifth-year coach Penny Collins are coming off a top three OVC finish last season and looking for much more this season. Led by preseason all-conference guards Marcus Fitzgerald and Kenyon Hodges, the Tigers face an impressive non-conference schedule that includes Oregon, Lipscomb, Austin P, Indiana State, and Liberty and tip off a league play on December 28th at Gentry Center versus UT Martin. Hello, this is Greg Pogue inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson on all of the games this season right here on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. We are still rocking and rolling here. Sunday morning scramble on Nashville Sports Radio from the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. We are live. We are a live show, and we are about an hour and a half. What is it? About two and a half hours away from kickoff of your Titans and the Jaguars, the rivalry, AFC South. What's going on with the AFC South? Anyway, let's talk AFC South football. Of course, Titans, but uh, you got Colts, Jaguars, Texans, 
and of course our Titans. Uh, let's talk Texans. What's going on there, bud? Huh? Pretty well, awesome are, to they see. Are, they are overachieving right now to a lot of people because honestly, I don't think anybody expected them to be where they currently are right now. I mean, five and four chance to go to the playoffs. Quarterback being mentioned in MVP talk. I don't think anybody saw this. And more importantly, a defense that actually is making an impact. So isn't think- isn't it amazing? It's it's amazing to me. Well, they're amazing. I mean, listen. At the beginning of the season, I think we had you on at the beginning of the season or before the season started, and I asked mm-hmm. you, uh, uh, "Don't you think that the Texans and the the Colts are the two worst teams in the division and in, in football?" Oh, I agreed, and and we all agreed. But I mean, you know, your division is sitting with with your with the Jaguars at six and three, the Texans five and four, mm-hmm. and the Colts five and five, and the, then the Titans have to have a win today to get to four and six. They just have to, right? Um, but yeah, the Texans. I mean, C.J. Stroud and what they're doing, and boy, what a difference a coach makes. Right, I mean, right. just steps right in there and takes total control of the Texans, right? Right, and the biggest thing is he knows the Texans because he played for the Texans. So he knows that environment, everything down there, and plus, plus coming from a winning organization uh, where he's coming from with the 49ers, hey, he's, he's kind of implemented that. And he's also brought along some veterans to play on that team, too, like a Jimmy Ward as a you know an additional safety back there. Yeah. Um, you know, he's, he's, he's definitely done his thing in terms of putting together that team. And I think that Nick Cesario, uh, even though I, I'm not the biggest Nick Cesario fan, he has done a good job of, of stepping out of the way and letting D'Amico Ryans be the coach of that team instead of being – all in the ear like he was of the last two coaches there. Yeah, no doubt. So it's good, you know, good to see. Good a good story. I like to see it. Uh the Colts. Um let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Would the Colts be 5 and 5 had Anthony Richardson still been quarterbacking for them the last I, several weeks? I still think they would have. Do you? Yes. Okay, why? I still think they would have. Uh cuz they have a solid enough team around with uh the running backs. Uh they also have a solid defense to Forrest Buckner. Uh He's a monster. He is a man amongst yeah, boys he is. still. Yeah. I still, you know, I wonder if the 49ers could go back if they make that trade. Because Probably they traded, not. They traded Buckner to the to the uh, Colts for a first-round pick and then signed Eric Armstead to a deal. Now, oh, I wonder if yeah. they could switch that, sign Buckner, and send Buckner. Eric Armstead, Armstead somewhere else. Yeah. But, yeah, he's definitely still playing at an all-pro level. I mean, the only thing that, that question I have question about them is, you know, rushing the passer. But, you know, their linebacker core is very, very solid outside of Shaq Leonard. Yeah, I yeah. mean, they. I don't know what they're doing up there, but they are creating linebacker after linebacker after linebacker. Yeah, it's. I mean, I mean, you know, it's. You know, I'm a Chargers fan, so I'm sitting here looking at these other teams that I thought would suck, like the Texans and the Colts, and they don't suck. Mm-hmm. My Chargers suck more than anything. You make me so doggone mad. Chargers. By the way, sidebar note to talk about Chargers. Not that anybody cares in the Southeast, mm-hmm. but there's Charger fans out there. I know there are, but but uh, they've lost. Every loss that they've had this season has been by three points or less. Yep, that's the that's the, the Staley effect, right? Yeah, it's on the hundred <laughs> percent, man. See, now you're going to get me off. You, you mentioned the name. I wasn't going to mention the name on the radio. You're going to get me going, but that division is up for grabs. I mean, yeah. bottom line is if the Titans win today, mm-hmm. the Jags fall to six and four, and everybody is within two games to a game or to a half game of each other in that right. particular division. So, I mean, a couple other things I wanted to go over too. The loss of the loss of two quarterbacks on two winning teams in the same division within the same week. Right. AFC North 
Joe Burrow gone again. Injured. Jake Browning to the rescue. Yep, Jake Browning. Yeah, oh, boy. <laughs> and they're so confident in him that they brought Joe Flacco in for a workout this week. That was Cleveland. That was Cleveland. Or, pardon me, that was Cleveland, wasn't it? Yeah. They actually are confident in Jake Browning. They think Jake Browning can get it done. I'm like, okay, if this happens, uh, well, maybe we got to give props to their coach a little bit more. I'm trying to remember where he went to college. God, I don't want to know that. Fresno State? I cannot remember. I can't remember either. It's irrelevant because I don't think the Bengals are going to be good. And and I mentioned the Browns and bringing in Joe Flacco. Not a bad idea to to bring a leader like that. And we mentioned the word game manager earlier. I hate the terminology, but really that's what they need because their defense is so doggone good. And the guy guy that's going to be starting for them is uh, Dorian Thompson-Robinson. Yeah, my guy out of UCLA. Yeah, That'll be interesting to see how he does because the first start he had – that was a little rough. <laughs> yeah, it was. I can't remember who it was against, but I, but I did watch a lot of his. I know it's preseason, but I did watch mm-hmm. a lot of his preseason, and his, his aptitude seems to be there to be able to play in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, little Michael Vickish, kind of, sort of, uh, real fiery, uh, can mm-hmm. run, can move, mm-hmm. can scramble, can roll, can throw to th- make all the throws. So that's going to be a game I'm going to be paying attention to in the AFC. Hopefully, uh, hopefully he watches Michael. Is uh, hopefully he's watched Josh Jobs tape. Maybe yeah, that'll help him. Yeah, that, maybe that will. Yeah. I mean, I'd watch it for sure. Yeah. And uh, the Ravens are really in control of that division. Surprising the Steelers six and three, very in the much. AFC North? Very yeah. much because their offense is still trying to figure itself out. Kenny Pickett, we we still don't know if he's going to be the. You know, he's playing, but he hasn't necessarily been a quarterback to be like, okay, cool. He's got this offense. Yeah, you know. And then of course the running game's kind of figured itself out with Najee Harris and. Uh, um, and uh, Warren, I think, at the running yeah. positions. Yeah, uh, I like yeah. Warren better. Najee Harris doesn't look very good. I like, I, mean, I, like okay. Najee, I like Najee, but Najee's a guy that actually has to get the ball more and more to kind of get in yeah, the game. And, and he doesn't get those type of carries to get kind of you know going. going. Yeah, yeah, so. you're right. So, you know, that particular division is is uh, up for grabs. Except for I think the Bengals at 5-5 five and five, and without Joe Burrow are gone. I don't mm-hmm. think that about the Browns because I think the Browns have a better defense than any defense oh, they, in, in the oh, AFC North. They, oh, they have a title-winning defense. They do. They 100% do. Oh, wait, can we go back to the AFC South? For yes, yes, let's go. I yeah. do have a prediction there. Talk to me. All right. If the Houston Texans win the AFC South, which it's very possible. They very possible. They face the Jaguars uh, next week. Yeah. If they win that division, there's a very good possibility that C.J. Stroud, saying his numbers stay on pace with they are, they 15 touchdowns, two interceptions right now. Yep. There's a very good possibility that he could potentially be or win the MVP. Wouldn't that be something? He would be the first one to do so since Jim Brown in 1957. No way. The first rookie. Yes. Wow. And that that would be amazing because you also have, you know, Lamar Jackson is having a really good season. He indeed uh, is. He's having a very, very good season. Patrick Mahomes is normal, just having his normal season. Uh, and uh, Tua. You know, having a really good season. Moving to the AFC West, we're just covering the AFC right now, but we'll cover. We will cover the NFC. Uh, AFC West with your Chiefs, man. And I hate the Chiefs. <laughs> I just can't stand them. I'm, just, I can't stand. I I cannot stand this. Listen to me. They just win. <sighs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm going somewhere else. With oh, I know where you're going. I just, I I just going. cannot stand reality TV being brought <laughs> into my NFL, Mike. It. Freaking kills me. I mean, the Taylor Swift stuff. You, you didn't like the trip to Argentina to go see her? Stupid. I mean, no. I mean, <laughs> Travis, listen, I'm going to give every man advice out there that's a single man. Okay. And I'm not single. I'm, I'm married. Okay. And I'm happily married to a wonderful woman, Jennifer. Okay. Here's my advice to every single man in, in the world that's single. Don't ever date someone 
that sing songs about breakups. <laughs> Taylor Swift sings most of her songs are about breakups. Nope. And it's probably yeah. because they because the guys broke up with her because he couldn't stand her. She drove him crazy. She looks obnoxious. I'm not gonna give her that. But I will say, hey, she does make some music to make the people move. Don't make but, me move, Mike. <laughs> but I, I will say also that uh, you know, I, I believe when they first started uh talking that uh a lot of people were like I wonder what's going to happen. What 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 uh, what the breakup song is going to be? Yeah. Them to. But, oh, it's going to be epic. You know, it, it it probably will be. It will be if it does happen. But it, I'm it not, will make her millions. I'm hoping it, for success for it's them. It's coming, and but, it'll probably just know, be hey. called Kels. I mean, you might as well just call it that. <laughs> you know, or or TK or something like that. I don't know. But the Chiefs are sitting in first place as they have been for years in the AFC West. The Raiders uh, with uh, Antonio Pierce. Uh, I love the, it. Yeah, yeah, love I the hire. Love it. Uh, well, still interim. Right. Uh, but he has sparked some light. If they, if they beat Miami today, are they going to be interim very long? If they beat Miami, today? no, he'll be given the job. And then my Chargers sitting at four and five just can't win a close game. I mean, played the Lions as close as they could last week, losing by three in the last second. Now, if 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 Sean Payton was your you all's head coach, if he'd have waited a little longer, yeah. and been you all's head coach, I, do you think that record is different? One hundred percent. The Spanos family does not know how to hire coaches, and then they don't know how to keep them. Uh, I.e., Marty Schottenheimer going fifteen and one, mm-hmm. fifteen and one, and ends up getting fired. And I met Marty Schottenheimer. God, you know, rest in peace, Marty. Mm-hmm. Uh, I met him on a plane um, flying from Charlotte to Phoenix, Arizona, mm-hmm. and and I asked him about that situation, you know, mm-hmm. and. Um, what happened was I walked on the plane. He's sitting in first class. He's wearing a leather NFL jacket, you know. Mm-hmm. And I go sit down, and I'm in the first row just beyond first class because back then I couldn't afford first class, okay? Right. So, uh, but I'm in the first row, so I, mm-hmm. I can sniff first class. So There we go. So it, we get in the air, and when I walked in, I saw him, and I said, hey, coach, you know, I just want to tell you I appreciate everything you did for the Chargers, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. He gets up and comes in when, when we're up at our flight. He comes up and for, for 30 minutes stands and talks to me about mm-hmm. football and uh, started crying when he talked about LaDainian Tomlinson. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. he said that him and Spanos just didn't get along, you know. And, and if they had kept Schottenheimer there, the Chargers, um, who I know nobody cares about and they're completely irrelevant, probably would have had a Super Bowl by now. Um, Potentially. And then uh, finally, AFC West, you mentioned the Dolphins. Dolphins, Raiders today. Dolphins in first place in that division. Right. And uh, nothing really <laughs> much surprising about that to me. Uh, the Bills are in second at five. You know they're five. Everybody's five and five or four and five in the AFC. I, I keep wondering when is, is Stephon Diggs going to be there next season? No, he won't. It, be. It, it just it it you know when it, with his brother with the with the tweets and talking about getting him out of there and things like that and and I don't think I don't think Stephon ever really addressed that. No, he didn't. So I'm like, hmm. I'm just, it makes you think. It does. He, he's not going to be there. <clears throat> the, the the Buffalo Bills for the last year during the offseason, have issues. And mm-hmm. there's no way, I mean, there's no way that the talent that they have on defense and on offense should be where it's at. I mean, Josh Allen looks completely confused half the time as he turns the ball over. Um, but, you know, the Dolphins should have run over. They, the Jets are hanging in there at 4-5 and five, uh, with everybody else. So, I mean, think about this, Mike. In the AFC alone, mm-hmm. you have one, two, three, four, five. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten teams with five wins or more. Ten. 
Oh boy. I mean, so Pretty get much. ready, get ready, get ready, get ready for what's coming up for sure the rest of the season. It's going to be a good one. Um, let me ask you this. We're going to shift over the NFC, mm-hmm. okay? And then, you know, before we go to break here in a few minutes, but AFC, um, e, or pardon me, NFC East, you got the Eagles at 8-1. and one. You've got uh, the Cowboys at 6-3. and three. The Commanders at 4-6. and six. And then the Giants are done at 2-8. and eight. I mean, the Eagles... I mean, fully stocked, loaded team, ready to win a Super Bowl. In my opinion, I, I mean, they're they're are. they've got the talent, they've got the quarterback, they've got the coach, they've got everything. Uh, Dallas Cowboys are always a question mark, no matter how what the record says. Right? I'll, I'll say this though: Dak has been playing well the last few games. So. He has, but you know that's the thing that I don't think people understand out there mm-hmm. that bash him, like Stephen A. Smith and some of the others. Right? Well, are, Stephen A. just doesn't like Dallas. He just doesn't like <laughs> Dallas. I know, but but Dak Prescott for for years actually has been good. I mean, go look at his numbers. I'll, other say, than his, I'll say last year the turnovers, where that was because he led the NFL in interceptions last year. But mm-hmm. other than that, yeah, he's been solid. And and another key fact that a lot of people, I'm gonna bring in another quarterback people bash. That yeah. is uh, Russell Wilson. Yes, he's been in, in Denver. And the thing is, you know, combined they have less interceptions than Josh Allen has this year. Isn't that something? Yeah. God, I mean, <laughs> uh, so then you go to the NFC West. The 49ers, to me, are the cream of the crop, but they're six and three. Yeah, so they're they're not they're not world beaters like I feel that they should be with the talent they have. Mm-hmm. I think they've underachieved at this point, and I, that's hard to say about a six and three record. But when yeah. you're expected to win a Super Bowl or go to Super Bowl, that's yeah. a whole another conversation. Six Hawks, six, <laughs> the Seahawks. Pete Carroll, man, legend to me, bro. Definitely. Legend in college football with SC. Legend now with the Seahawks and has been since he got there. Legion of Boom and everything they do, right? And, and continually puts a consistent product out on the field. And I think that has a lot to do with the the organization stability mm-hmm. and such. Rams completely have fallen apart since they went to the Super Bowl a few years ago with Matthew Stafford and and won it three and six. Irrelevant. Cardinals two and eight. Kyler Murray's back. Look great. Whatever. Yeah. Ran thirty yards backwards to run sixty yards downfield. He's, he's exciting. Man. He is exciting, he's dude. Excited. I like watching him. Um, Gets the people going. NFC North, the Lions, and that was everybody's pick. The Lions were yeah. going to be good, and it was you know that's an easy pick though. You know why? Right. Because everybody else sucks in the division. I mean, it, <laughs> it had been the Packers' division for years. I'll, I'll say this though. What's that? Minnesota has been hot even before Kirk Kirk Cousins got injured. Josh Dobbs. Josh Dobbs is keeping it going. Yeah. I don't know what look, everyone wants to give him this name. Like I've heard people say the pastronaut, which I don't like that one. But just call the man Rocket Man. Just call him Rocket Man. That's I like what he it. likes. I so like call it. him Rocket Man. I like it. So Lions, Vikings, six and four. Packers are done. They're gonna get destroyed by the Chargers today. Bears done. Terrible organization. Terrible decisions. But we could talk about that the rest of the night or the rest of the day. And then the NFC South, worst division in football. Saints yeah. five and five. Uh, Falcons four and six, Panthers one and eight. Um, I mean, the Bucks four and five. Bucks four Oof. and five. I mean, you know, coin flip is who wins. That Panthers were horrible, worst team in the NFL. So yeah. you know, we kind of went through each of the divisions. Uh, we've got to get uh, take a break, but after the break, uh, we're going to get into our picks. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, the rest of the schedule today. Talk a little more Titans football, and then get into our picks and uh, who we think is going to win these games today. I'm excited. We're about. Two hours and 19 minutes away from kickoff. Super pumped. Here you're listening to the Sunday Morning Scramble here on Nashville Sports Radio. And we'll see you on the other side. (laughs) This is Corey Harris, SEC legend, Super Bowl champion. 
If you want a great game day experience, you need to go down to DraftKings Sports and Social, downtown Nashville. Oh, yeah, Corey, DraftKings Sports and Social. There's only 14 of them, and we've got one of them here in downtown Nashville at 128 2nd Avenue North in downtown Nashville. Listen, anybody that loves to watch sports has to go here. They got a VIP lounge that overlooks the Cumberland River, and into Nissan Stadium. This place is unbelievable with the biggest screens and the best experience for any sports fan. 128 2nd Avenue North in downtown Nashville. We'll see you there. What's up, Nashville? This is Corey Harris, Super Bowl champion of 2000 Baltimore Ravens. And the only thing that Coach Tunjus likes more than the L.A. Chargers is Double Dog. Ah, yeah, Corey, Double Dogs. This is the coach, Greg Tunjus, from the wonderful new show, live show, that is the Sunday Morning Scramble. It is the coach, and it is Corey, Super Bowl champion on that show. But we do love one thing better than all of that. It is Double Dogs in Gallatin. It is the spot for beer, for sports. They've got the biggest Greens, they've got the coldest beers, and guess what? It's dog friendly. And not only that, you can walk in today and ask for the coach's special, which is a double dog, double dogs with chili and cheese, and not one, but two hot dogs. It is double dogs in Gallatin, and that is at 1620 Nashville Pike. Tell them Coach Todges sent you. Post-COVID travel is on a surge. Many of you are traveling for fun because you've been locked up for two years. Listen, whether you're traveling for fun to Italy, Greece, Spain, France, or somewhere else fun in the world, or USA, now is a great time to book before the crowds hit and save. Plus, with a strong U.S. dollar, you'll get more travel bang for your buck. Right now is a smart time to make your reservations and call low-cost airlines. With one phone call, you can let us do all the work for free. We'll shop hundreds of airlines, hotels, resorts, and give you a way to save huge money on your vacation plans. And if you call right now, we'll give you a free hotel room with a qualified travel purchase. So, call right now. 800-704-1662 That's 800-704-1662 What's up, Nashville? This is Super Bowl champion Corey Harris. And anybody that loves sports knows that if you can't score, you can't win. So you should absolutely consider protecting your family and your assets with State Farm. Thanks, Corey. Hey, everybody. This is Lauren Tullis, State Farm agent in Hendersonville. And if you like watching some of the best, like Corey Harris, you should be protected by the best. Contact us today to get your free quote at laurentullis.com. Like a good neighbor, Lauren Tullis State Farm is there. The Jim Rome Show. Man, I love Facebook. That's not in any way a time suck. It is such a valuable use of your time going on everybody else's page and posting how beautiful they look when they don't. They don't. You know they don't. Come on. Anyway, do what you want with your time. I don't want you to tell me how to spend my time. I won't say how to spend your time, but I will tell you this. Stop cropping out pictures and including yourself and then acting like, hey, my hair looked great that day. My makeup was perfect that day. Just do what I tell you. With regards to this, you'll be fine. Weekdays from 11 to 2 on Nashville Sports Radio. I'll tell you, this show has flown by. We're in the final 15 minutes, less than 15 minutes, after being here uh, almost two hours. Mike, I mean, what the heck did you do to make it go so fast? 
I, I don't know. Maybe a time machine. <laughs> <laughs> it must be, but we talked a lot of sports, a lot of football, uh, college. We've talked some uh, NFL, obviously, which that's what we're going to finish the show up with the Titans and our predictions and picks, sponsored by DraftKings Sports and Social. Um, but, man, I'll tell you, we were talking about each of the divisions and each of the teams, Mike, and, and kind of where we're at at this point of the season. I can't believe that we only have – some teams have eight games left. Some teams have seven. I mean, to, to the end of the season, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, but who would you say right now, and I didn't prep you for this mm-hmm. because I want you to kind of fly by what you know, which mm-hmm. you know a lot. Who is the most dominant NFL team right now? Or do we not have one? Honestly, I don't think we have one because every time people want to say the Baltimore Ravens, the Baltimore Ravens go lose a game like they did against Cleveland mm-hmm. with uh, injured Deshaun Watson. <laughs> Yep. So, you know, I would say the Ravens are probably one of the teams that's closest to it. The 49ers had a dominant stretch to start the season, then lost three straight, then go out and dominate uh, the the Jacksonville Jaguars. So they're close to it as well. Yep. Uh, I mean, Kansas City, even though they're winning, still kind of, I don't know. That's because of Taylor Swift. That's why you're saying that. Nah. Nah, they just, they're offense. That's why I'm saying that. <laughs> That's their offense is just still quite interesting. Of course, it's like Kelsey, and then you have a bunch of uh, wide receivers that you know it just got. And, and Patrick Mahomes says every week, "We're, we're, we're going to get it worked out." I'm like, at this point, it's week eleven. You're not going to get it worked out. No. It is what it is. And then, um, you know the the Eagles, they're winning, but you know the, the turnovers have to bother you, mm-hmm. and then sometimes you know defensively they have to bother you as well because they're they're not ratcheting up the pressure like they usually would yeah so yeah i mean you're i i my answer is i don't think we have a dominant team in the nfl i mean i think we have teams that have some teams that have all the pieces to be dominant such as the 49ers and the eagles Mm -hmm. even the even the cowboys you know in a couple weeks too yeah they do 49ers and eagles play in a few weeks don't they Ooh. play this week? No. No, no, no. This week, the uh, the Eagles and the Chiefs. The, it's the Eagles and the Chiefs this I week. I think so, yeah. Yes. So, mm-hmm. I don't see a dominant team in the NFL. I mean, I see a bunch of teams. I mean, if I had to pick kind of my top, you know, three, four teams that I think could win the, the championship, the Super mm-hmm. Bowl, I mean, I would say the Eagles. I would say the, the Chiefs. Um and and you know what and and the you know the 49ers Eagles and Chiefs mm-hmm. and other than that it's hard for me to pick well i'm going to say the ravens just because I, I i believe their offense is probably the best it's been i will say this also i told plenty of people before this even happened the offense for the baltimore ravens and lamar jackson in general mm-hmm. will not be better until greg roman is gone okay yeah and voila what happened Gone and looks what happens. Yep. I mean, he looks like a different quarterback. He looks like he's back to his MVP form right. of years ago. Well, he's actually to me, he's at, he looks more to like the Louisville more. Oh yeah, yeah, because yeah. he's running, throwing things like that. Because it, when he got to the NFL, Greg Roman, you've seen these, you've seen this story with him in San Francisco, Baltimore, and that, and uh, also in Buffalo. When he has a he has a multi, he has a quarterback that can run. Yeah, he buys into the running game, and he's elite when it comes to. Putting together a running game. Yeah, when yeah. When it comes to a passing game, he's very rudimentary in that. Yeah, and, you know, I, Baltimore would be in my second tier. I, the three teams that I think are are the dominant, what I said, the 49ers, the, the Eagles, mm-hmm. and the Chiefs would be kind of my top tier, top three. 
Mm-hmm. And then after that, the Ravens, uh, Miami. I put Ravens, Miami mm-hmm. um, in that same boat. See, I just can't do it with Pittsburgh, though. Six and three team Steelers, I just can't put them at any. They're more my lower tier. Yeah, I I, I try, and I, and I understand, and, and, and I'm a big Mike Tomlin guy. Yeah. Mike Tomlin finds ways. When I call him the MacGyver of NFL coaches. Okay, yeah. Because, you know, MacGyver sense. will come up with anything and make it work. Yeah, he does. But, uh, you know, to me, you know, I can't trust them to be like, okay, cool, they can win the title. No, yeah. I, I, I can't trust them enough for it because they don't have that one thing you're like, okay, cool, I can depend on that. Well, defensively, of course, with the front yeah. four, but other than that, I don't have that one thing offensively I can be like, okay, cool, I can, I can, I can depend on them for this. Well, you no. and you say trust. You know, I, I mean, the team that I can't trust is the Buffalo Bills. I mean, they're just. I mean, <laughs> I don't know what their deal is. Or, well, they're old now, yeah, yeah. and then they're they're paying a lot of people. So the thing is now, they're in cap. They're in cap hell, basically. Yeah, they can't. They they basically don't have any young pieces, so they're stuck with what they have. Yeah, but they still have talent. They still have I mean, talent. They still have one of the best wide receivers in the league. Josh Allen is mm-hmm. a turnover machine, but he's still a decent quarterback. I mean, he's better than the majority of the he's top top ten in the league mm-hmm. at least, maybe higher. So uh on the other side though, we are going to finish up NFL talk. Uh we've just got a little bit of time left, but uh we're gonna go to our picks uh for this week. So uh hopefully our picks are right on and you can use them to go bet and make lots and lots of money and become a millionaire. But uh you're listening to the Sunday morning scramble. Here on Nashville Sports Radio, and uh, we will see you on the other side. What's up, Nashville? This is Corey Harris, <laughs> Super Bowl champion of the 2000 Baltimore Ravens. And the only thing that Coach Tunjus likes more than the L.A. Chargers is double dog. Ah, yeah, Corey, double dogs. This is the coach, Greg Tunjus, from the wonderful new show, live show, that is the Sunday morning scramble. It is the coach, and it is Corey, Super Bowl champion on that show. But we do love one thing better than all of that. It is double dog. Dogs in Gallatin. It is the spot for beer, for sports. They've got the biggest screens. They've got the coldest beers. And guess what? It's dog friendly. And not only that, you can walk in today and ask for the coach's special, which is a double dog, double dogs with chili and cheese. And not one, but two hot dogs. It is double dogs in Gallatin. And that is at 1620 Nashville Pike. Tell them Coach Todges sent you. This is Corey Harris, SEC legend, Super Bowl champion. If you want a great game day experience, you need to go down to DraftKings Sports and Social, downtown Nashville. Oh, yeah, Corey, DraftKings Sports and Social. There's only 14 of them, and we've got one of them here in downtown Nashville at 128 2nd Avenue North in downtown Nashville. Listen, anybody that loves to watch sports, he has to go here. They got a VIP lounge that overlooks the Cumberland River, and into Nissan Stadium. This place is unbelievable with the biggest screens and the best experience for any sports fan. 128 2nd Avenue North in downtown Nashville. We'll see you there. I've got a unique vacation idea for you that's right here in the United States. If you're ready for a vacation that's fun and downright affordable, listen up. It's driving distance for many of you. So no planes, no airline delays, no hassles. It's Branson, Missouri, the entertainment capital of the Midwest. Live music for everyone. Branson has three beautiful, enormous lakes, water attractions, live shows, great food, and tons of entertainment. It's a perfect vacation for you and your family. Or if you're retired and you want to have a great time. And you can stay 
Ryan Branson for as low as $99 a night. Please understand, this is not a timeshare offer. It's a real vacation for as little as $99 a night. We've got a free vacation guide we want to send you right now. All you have to do is call for complete details. Get your free Branson, Missouri guide right now by calling this number. 800 413 3953 this is the Grant Fogue and John Burton Show. I'm not surprised, and I think Kevin Byer gets it. Producer Debbie is the, not happy. The, well, she shouldn't be when they ran off Jeff Fisher, that no one was happy about that because everybody loved him. It, it was all business. He's due $14 million next year, okay? Not going to be on the roster next year. Get something for him. Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. Uh, yeah, I say it every week, man. I want to learn how to play the harmonica. <laughs> That's what I want. Uh, but, hey, we've had a great show, man. It's been a lot of fun, Mike. So glad you're our special guest here. we got the king, the producer. Appreciate him this morning keeping us going, keeping us moving. And we are moving right into the DraftKings sports and social pick six competition that we've been going on all season long. We're going to pick some games for you. Uh, last week, the coach, as me, sucked. I was two and four. Uh, Corey was five and one, and Will, the producer, angry Will, shockingly uh, five and one last week because he's been the worst <laughs> all season. Um, and um, overall, right now we stand. Uh, Corey is in first place at thirty nine and eighteen. Wow. I'm at thirty six and twenty one, and Will is. I, I didn't. Will is is kind of in second place, mm-hmm. but he's kind of not because he's asterisked, and he's asterisked because. We had a guest picker pick for him one weekend, and that picker went six and zero. Oh, and wow. so, <laughs> Will Angry Will's um, Angry Will's record is not he is not in second place because he is asterisked, and okay. he's going to be asterisked again. In fact, who would you like to make the picks? Listen, you're going to be Corey, okay? So <laughs> okay. You're going to you're going to fill in for Corey uh, Harris on the picks, and I'm going to give you the games, and okay. there's some good ones. We got to go fairly quick, okay? Mm-hmm. So we don't have we don't have much time to do a lot of commentary on these, but uh, here's a good one. Okay, we'll start with the Steelers and the Browns. Who do you got in the Steelers at the Browns? I'm going to go with the older quarterback. That would be Kenny Pickett, and I'm going to take the Steelers. You say the older quarterback? The older quarterback. Yeah, he's not yeah. much older though. <laughs> no, not much older. <laughs> no, no. And uh, DTR out of uh, UCLA is starting for the Browns, and I'm going to take I'm going to take the home team because of their defense. I'm going to go and. And because I'm not, I'm not a believer in Pickett at all. Um, I'm a believer in Tomlin, but but uh, Pickett, not a believer in. I'm going to take the Browns to beat the um, the Steelers at home. The Chargers, my Chargers, which I am wearing Laker shorts and a Charger hoodie. Chargers go to Green Bay, which hasn't they haven't done that very often in their history. And I am picking the Chargers to destroy my wife's Packers. 
In what do you word, got? In the words of Arnold Schwarzenegger, go charge us. <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> and then, ooh, Monday Night Football, baby. Eagles, Chiefs, Monday Night Football. Who you got on that one, Mike? Uh, I think the revenge train runs to Kansas City. The Eagles win in Kansas City. Oh, man, that's a tough one to pick. God, who do I want to pick? You know what? I'm picking the Eagles because of Taylor Swift. So I'm going to go <laughs> with the Eagles on that game to beat the Chiefs and and the the the, the Taylor Swift Chiefs. Stupid, <laughs> dumb. Oh, so, man, I'm I'm man. I wish I had more time. Uh, uh, Seahawks, Rams. Talk about the consistency of the Seahawks. Who you got? Seahawks at the Rams. I think Geno's not writing back still. I'm going with the Seahawks. Yeah, I don't even know who the heck is starting for the Rams right now. Quarterback. I think Matt Stafford's supposed to start this game. He is. Yeah. All right, I'm going with the Rams. They did sign Carson Wentz though, too, which is I saw that. Yeah, that's <laughs> crazy, isn't it? Uh, Cardinals versus those Texans. Ah, uh, Texans. Texans keep rolling. I want to pick the Cardinals because Kyler Murray's back, and he looks just nasty and entertaining. I'm going to go with the Texans at home with the win. And then the final game of the day, our game at 12 o'clock, guys, Titans at the Jaguars. Who do you got? Uh, both teams struggle in, in, where they play. They're, they're playing in Jacksonville. Oh, no. Both of them struggle there. Yeah. Because, well, Titans struggle on the road. Jaguars struggle at home. Yep, yep. Yeah, you're right. I'm going to go with the home team. I think the Jaguars win this game. I'm going to have to as well. I want to take the Titans, man. I really, really want to take the Titans. I really want to see Will Luffs just freaking put it up. But after a beatdown that the Jaguars took last week against the 49ers, I think it's 35 to nothing or something stupid. I'm going to go with I'm going to go with the Jaguars. And hey, you're our good friends out there that listen to us. Thanks for listening. Our growth. We keep getting more and more listeners every week, and uh, that's super exciting. So uh, we'll have some of the technical difficulties fixed. But you've been listening to the Sunday Morning Scramble on WNSR Nashville Sports Radio. Let's go! Game time!